Welcome to the Midwest Frontier Podcast, formerly known as Whistle Mission Outdoors. I am Jim. And I'm Pat. And this is a podcast dedicated to anything in the outdoors in the Midwest. We like to cover hunting, fishing, conservation, a little bit of opinion, and a little bit of lifestyle. We like to talk about the touchy and hot topics. Anything controversial that involves the outdoors. Each week we try to have a segment with Bushlight Billy where he goes over a recipe or a tip or a trick for cooking. There's so much to talk about, so come and join us on the Frontier. I didn't start recording early. Now I'm recording. Oh, cool. Nice. So, well, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome uh, back. New year, new podcast. New podcast, rebranded. We do have Bush Like Billy here with us. Hello. And uh, he says he's got something for us this week. Finally. Um, so yeah, I just want, I wanted to cover off on, because we've had a couple weeks off, you know, what's going on. I don't even, you weren't even on the last episode last year. It was Monica and Kate. Yeah, Monica and Kate. So we really haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, this is my, well, work's finally Done for the year. Yeah. You Done working Saturdays and Sundays. Busy there. So I, I wanted to cover off on Christmas with that weather. So oh, yeah. That was nuts. That, that was, was bad. So me and Pat working for a utility company, that meant we got to work Christmas weekend and uh, in some nasty weather. That stuff was insane, though, wasn't it? I yeah. Mean, so I, I ended up getting sick out of the deal, and I was out there right at the the time slot where the like the 55-mile-an-hour winds were like starting to come in, and I was jumping a truck and just man I, we, we got obliterated because we were like oh it's out it's just out in the yard we'll go you know i just threw on a regular old jacket regular old pants and ran out there and it was so cold that the hood last just was made out of like like candy cane material yeah you know what i mean it just and yep. i'm like oh no and then so, it turned around real quick you know it thawed yeah. out and uh snow is gone but the one thing i was just telling you guys i want to make a prediction and here's my prediction, because we've seen not that bad of a storm, but I've seen weather at this time of the year. Uh, but my prediction is we have at least one, if not two, of the very bad cold snaps coming. We're going to see 10 below zero. And oh, we're going to be. 15 below zero. You again. think so? Yeah, I think so. For by, I'm going to say for three to four days, we're going to see some insane cold temps again. Now, how, now what are you basing that on? I'm going to base that on a couple of things. And that is, I have enough years under my belt to look back. And I can tell you right now, 2018 and 2019, all right? So the beginning of the year, 2019. Okay. I was at work and my crew leader, we opened the door and like how we said it's going to be 60 this week, you know, um, we opened the door. My crew leader was looking outside and he looks back at me and goes, this isn't right. It's supposed to be five below zero right now. Well, if you remember a few weeks after that, we had that 25 below regular temperature error. Yeah. It was 25 below zero. I do outside. remember that. That was 2019. I remember the polar vortex years. You know, we had a lot more snow, but uh, the polar vortex was up and down like this, up and down, up and down. So I was just, I just sent my, I was texting my dad the other day. And if you read the La Nina, El Nino, right now we're going into transition from La Nina into El Nino. So La Nina is like a cap that keeps uh, Earth kind of cooler. The Pacific winds aren't really blowing up the warm air and things like that. Okay. El Nino is the warm side of things. In fact, what they were talking about was a scary thing is uh, this last year was the warmest on Earth's record, warmest year ever. Really? And so what they're, they're predicting some real nasty weather for 2023 because it's supposed to switch to El Nino. Well, La Nina, it was still the hottest and it had the protective of La Nina. It had the protection of colder air as La Nina and it still was the hottest year on record. Hmm. So now they're saying, well, El Nino, it's a three-year period and it's cracking in El Nino. So they're saying the weather could be very wild this year. I was reading the almanac and they said that this winter season, the temperature like fluctuations are going to be intense. We're going to go from negative 10 to 60, you know. I don't like that. That's bad for the house joints. Oh, yeah. It's bad. To lots well, of you should things. see my garage. After that cold snap, I opened up the door and everything immediately condensated. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. mine too. And it's just like my truck's gonna rot out doing this. I know. You know, I got uh, I got that heater installed in my garage, so I got a 240 volt heater in there now. Nice. You know, electrics keep it about 50, 55. You know, go warm it up hotter. I haven't even cracked that thing open yet to see what it can do. Yeah. You know. But anyway, so what else do you guys want to talk about? I want I want to talk some futures here. I got some new stuff if we want to get into the news. You know, some different things. It's kind of a catching up to what I would have reported on, kind of thing. You oh, know? okay. But um. No, but for like, uh, well, for instance, you know, it's one thing I wanted to mark down here uh, is I wanted you to talk about what you guys got for Christmas. And I was going to tell you what I got for Christmas. Well, I got a bunch of the same stuff as you did. That's true. Family. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. You pick one and I'll talk me, about it. Me and Pat have been uh, been getting the same Christmas gifts our entire lives. So I was going to actually. It's not bad. Most of the time it's good stuff. So the one thing I thought was really cool, Cal was nervous. So did you listen to the last podcast? 
Yeah. The, la- the very last one. Yeah, where there was the four of you. We, we were doing a holiday gift guide. Yep, yep. So Cal already ordered this thing. All right. So as anybody knows, I'm going to be a dad soon. So I've been getting all this like new baby shower stuff. And But uh, the one the, you bought me, the tactical baby carrier. It looks like a fight carrier. Yep. Pat bought me the tactical uh, diaper bag. The ta- and uh <laughs> tactical diaper bag. It's got yeah. like a it's got like a changing man and stuff in it. It's cool. That's cool. Uh but anyway, so the one thing on that podcast I said, do not buy anybody coffee mugs anymore. So Kel's like sitting there sweating like So from that tactical dad company, she got me a coffee mug from ta- so it says uh God's diapers and guns or something like that on, <laughs> you know. That's <laughs> awesome. And she goes, I I didn't know you didn't want a coffee mug. And I'm like, no, 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 it isn't that's not what I meant. And the other thing too, it is the kind of coffee mug I want. It's a short squatty one. It's not meant to fit in cup holders. Yeah. So it's a, it's an actual coffee cup that Those are like good that. in the boat. Kel also got like five of the Stanley cups yeah you know her big stanley cup she wanted more she had one she goes i want more well everybody bought her one and nobody talked about it so i don't know how everybody thought to get her the exact same <laughs> cup i got her one last year i think uh like it's this, it's the big 40 ounce one with the handle all these girls are nuts about it now well oh, no, i, I, I originally that. got her a different one and so we just ended up i think kate's gonna end up using that one and then we actually went and got her the one that she likes because yeah. i don't want her to like put this one in the corner because she you know it's not the one that she likes all right know? so i got her like one of those like I don't know. It said nurse on it and had like the uh, stethoscope, had her name on it. Mm-hmm. I got her that last year. So what, what about you, Pay? You got something you want to throw in there? I wrote down everything stuff I Stuff that I got or stuff that I bought people? That you that you got. Something that you really like. Um, So I got a really nice pair of merino wool socks. And I'm pretty sure you got the same ones. I got one. the same ones. But They're, they are awesome. Nice. And I got I got some new hunting boots. Um, Got this hand warmer. So I've always been kind of weird about hand warmers out in the tree stand. But this hand warmer, I'm definitely going to use because it's, you know, like the ones that strap around like your belly or oh, like your yeah. waist. So, you know, like the ones that quarterbacks have, they're like the tubes that go in yeah, front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Monica got us both one and it's it's the tube, but it's got a clear plastic thing so you could flip open and have your hands in there running your phone. You can oh, see no your kidding. phone. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is nice. So it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to like being able to use my phone without like my hands getting cold, but right. at the same time, I don't want to be on my phone too much. There's so many times I'm sitting in the tree or something. I'm like, man, I would love to be looking up stuff for the podcast, but my hands are too cold to be doing this. I got to wear gloves today, you know. So yeah. they, they, this is going to save me a lot of trouble because I cover a lot of podcast stuff out in the woods. So not just that, my phone. phone's going to last longer because when it gets cold out, I mean, the battery just drains. I've got an older phone now, but the the battery doesn't last like super long out in the cold. Yeah. So one thing Cal got me that was really cool is she special ordered a whiskey from Alaska. So really? I got, yeah, so I got Alaskan whiskey. I'm saving that. I don't know what I'm saving it for, but I'm saving it for like something special. I got to get you. Uh, there's a whiskey. These guys go down to uh, Kansas and Oklahoma um, for one of our customers down there, and they always come home. I forget the name of it, but they all swear by it. It's some like... Heaven Hill? No, Is no, no. Hill? It's like working in oil fields and stuff, something like that. I don't. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have them pick you up a bottle. Hmm. I also got um, a lot of merch from my second favorite podcast. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah, the one that has a Netflix show. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, not going to plug. There's uh, yeah, we're not. I, don't, I just don't. I, let's say, let's say the right person did listen to this podcast. I don't know if we can get in trouble for saying versus not saying. Right. So, yeah. You know, second favorite podcast. I like that. Just like I'm writing a new intro song, and I'm I'm ultra worried for some reason that somebody's already come up with this, even though I have like no proof of that. And how do you like? research that you know right yeah. hey does what about that song that no 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 like yeah. you can't copyright it auto you know I mean? audio files somewhere dad also got me a new compass another new compass so nice. i got a sunto and a brunton i think is how you say it brunton something like that it's a nice compass nice i got um, a bunch of like underlayers so like uh legs and nice. shirts and yeah the one thing cal does not know the damage done but monica bought me boggle she has, my, Kelly has no idea how much I love the game Boggle. So I actually What's have Boggle. I have a travel version of Boggle. It's like the the game you shake up all the letters and you got to write down the words and they cancel out every word. I get, let's say you got the same word, it cancels out, but you get points for the words that you. It's kind of like Scrabble, but like uh, it's kind of like everybody's turn, like you know? Yahtzee Scrabble. If you were to ask me, what is one thing you think Jim would never play? My first thing that I would have said was Boggle. Oh, Boggle! <laughs> it's an awesome game. It's highly addictive. Because like. I could imagine Jim just being like, I hey, watch this. No, no, this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> but so the, the one thing that Nikki got me was really cool was like a steel sign. I don't know if you saw it upstairs, but it's a dad teaching his son how to fish. It's just like a silhouetted steel oh, yeah. sign. Yeah. No, I didn't see it. It's really cool. I'll take a look. I got that too. 
Anyway, anything else? What did, you, did you get anything for Christmas? You didn't really go anywhere for Christmas. You didn't really get anything, did you? No, I didn't. Nobody loves Bill. Nobody loves Bill. I love Bill. There's I'm okay a, with it. There's a there's a couple things upstairs for you still. Uh, you didn't come out of your house that weekend, so it's too cold. It's uh, Bill <laughs> negative fifty degrees outside. Yeah, no thanks. Bill came home Thursday night and he was locked up until yeah, Tuesday morning. No, I went out Christmas Eve. I had to go grocery shopping. So it was so cold that our company bought us these jackets last year. And they were like supposed to be the end all be all any weather jacket, and I go outside with it, and this thing turns into a uh, yeah, like, and, like uh, a hard plastic shell. Yeah, and like <laughs> your arms, you're like <laughs> yeah, it's like turned into a blue like, tarp. What the? really? Yeah, yeah, like a blue tarp that's not malleable. Yeah, like it's gonna crack. You know? Yeah, like if somebody you know like shot an airsoft BB with mine, it would make the BB just shatter. Is it warm though? Uh, it's it's decent. The one thing I I just not a fan of is multi layer jackets. Oh, you can buy one jacket, and all you got to do is zip this hoodie into it, and then you get the sleeves. You pull the sleeve out of something. Yeah, they just never fit right. They I will say this thing is right. optimal for cold rainy conditions. Yeah, not snow, but cold rainy conditions. Um, and then after that, like so, for a few brief days during that cold, we had ice. It's gone now. You know, I was, I was teasing everybody. I said I got to get out the floating ice shanty. You know, yeah, right. I texted that to Monica. Monica's like, "You mean a boat?" And I was like, I'm, "I was curious to see how many people would not pick up on the floating ice." <laughs> well, Nick thing. was telling me that, and I'm like, "Did Jim really go out in this boat?" <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about getting the drift boat back out for the winter. Really? I I got a feeling we're gonna have open water. You know, I'm not gonna go out in extreme temps, but I thought about getting ready. I don't know. I don't think so. Why? I think this winter's really gonna turn up here in like mid January. You think so? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna dive, but I got a feeling I got a feeling El Nino is gonna beat La Nina. But we're gonna we're gonna have some crazy days in there. A couple days, and I'm that's all I mean. I think we're gonna have a couple of crazy days breaking in and out of it because, like I was explaining that cycle of El Nino and La Nina. So I think they're gonna be battling each other right overhead. So I remember being a kid and we got a real bad uh, El Nino winter. We had a couple of them in the '90s. So I associated some Hispanic dude on the news getting arrested, and I thought he was El Nino and he was in trouble because of all this warm weather. <laughs> oh <didn't> no. <laughs> Um. So anyway, I just kind of what I talk, I want to cover off on. I did start. Uh, if I don't know if you want to talk about the future or what we're going to be doing here now, like what, what like what's the plan, or if you want to go into news, what do you want to cover off on? Honestly, I, I think our main mission for this episode should probably be, uh, you know, what's what's new for 2023 and what we're doing with the name, you know, like what, what we're doing with the new podcast. Yeah. Um. The one thing, because like I really wanted to start doing more video, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do is I'm going to start filming and I'm going to have like a series of things. So like the one thing I was going to, I was going to do, but now we don't have ice. I started So I, I started filming this thinking I'm going to have a few weeks to film this. And then all of a sudden ice is gone, but I was going to call it the ugly blue shanty chronicles or something like that. Yeah. And so I started doing, I was out and I filmed a bunch of stuff. I got a ton of footage. It went real well. Your and shanty then, is ugly, but man, is it warm <laughs> and it and my, is nice. So it was, it was like, uh, I had my dad near probably Christmas morning, I think. And it was cold still. I mean, it was like probably five degrees out there, but the sun was out. So we were sitting in there. We had a flip. We had the chanty flipped up, and then the sun on the blue just warms it. So we were sitting in there. It was like it was. It's no more than five above, and uh, we did not even turn the heater on. Really? We both, yeah, we were both taking our hats off, and yeah. So that's how warm that chanty. Wow. Is. And then when you open that chanty up after you've been in there for like a half an hour or an hour. It's just like bright light, and you're like, oh, yeah. but oh it, no. This is cold. This is the ugliest shanty you've ever seen. I've never seen it. I it's, mean, it's got like stains and stuff on it, but it. who cares about an ugly shanty? Nobody's walking around the ice going, man, that's an ugly shanty. Like, yeah, right. Nobody you know cares. Like, I got it for free. A guy yeah. wanted to give it to me, so I got it's a, it's a $1,000 shanty I got for free. Mm-hmm. I was know? just like, man, I'm going to use my ground blind. But when you set a ground blind up on the middle of the ice, that thing just turns into a child's balloon. Yeah, it just wants <laughs> to blow around. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, but but they a lot of new ice shanty es- Eskimo really went with those pop up ground blind looking things, you know. Yeah, the only thing that's a lot better about those than the ground blinds is like the walls are closed and they're insulated. So I mean, you turn that little heater on for about five minutes, you'll be in a t shirt really? all day. Yeah. Do they come with like a sled too? Um, no, no. These are these come like a ground blind. You got to get a separate sled. See, then, that's just like got to have the sled. If it, like you had the sled all in one thing, like so for you to move and set that thing up, like yes, it's a pain to store, right? But uh, if you've got the storage for it, like it is just the best. You move it's it, really not that it hard. pops right up. It's not It's not even a pain to store because it, I, you got to store a sled anyway. It's the size of the sled when it folds up. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, no, it is ideal. What, what you have is straight up ideal. The one plan I have, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it or not. And if you guys, if either one of you guys are interested, like we could do it, but we have Martin Luther King day off from work. 
So I was thinking about seeing if Green Bay still had ice and going out in Green Bay, trying to get some walleye in Green Bay. I don't know, hmm. in Whitefish. So I don't know if you guys would be interested. It would literally be just kind of a beer drink and hanging out weekend. I don't have high expectations because yeah. we don't really know it. But I, I thought am about definitely it. down, but we might be going to Arizona. For what? Just stuff. I don't know. Oh, man. I Let me know. I might be interested. If, I haven't if, been ice fishing. So if I, I I think it's too late to get an outfitter because I was thinking, man, what I really want to do is get a hard shell side and like spend a weekend out there and stuff. So it's probably going to be us dragging mine around, you yeah. know, and sitting in there. But I was going to get a little Smoky Joe and cook, you know, brats and stuff out there and yeah. make a whole thing of it, you know, just kind of hanging out in the middle of winter. We could, uh, I don't know, we can get my lawnmower out there. Your drag, lawnmower? Drag that thing around. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not that, it's really not that <laughs> heavy. Um, but I, I thought about just making a whole weekend out of it. Yeah. Just kind of, my dad did this when we were kids, his, him and his buddies went every year. I was thinking, man, maybe Martin Luther King Day would be a good weekend to get out of the house and yeah, go, right. you know, do something. Yeah, let me know. So, yeah, that was one thing. And then, but more about the futures of the podcast. What did you have in mind there? I mean, essentially, like, it's it's going to be nearly the same thing. Like, we're, we're still going to talk about what we talk about, but, like, the news is going to be structured a little differently. Yeah, like, this will stretch anywhere from Ohio to Nebraska up to Minnesota. Right. You know? Like, we have uh, higher ambitions in terms of, like, what type of content and, like, um, like for instance, fishing and hunting. Like, I really want to get into, like, filming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, mostly for the podcast, but, like, it'd be nice to have a record of, you know, shooting a deer or you know catching a big fish right well just kind of linking if we can get somebody off of youtube to listen to the podcast and vice versa mm-hmm. you know like my so, biggest fish wasn't even a camera in the boat oh really yeah, we forgot on shore that was back in the old crank camera throwaway days yeah you know, nobody had cell phones with cameras on them then right um no we did i just think we didn't have them charged no I, well you know maybe but we, we we just weren't a culture where we brought phones out into yeah, the boat flip you know? phone camera and, yeah right um the one thing we were talking about doing with the futures of the podcast, so Pat bought a cricket, so we can make. Uh, I don't have that mug down here. You don't have any examples, do you? Uh, no. I got an example. So he's been making the stickers. Did you see the stickers? No. Oh, I got to show him this real quick. Can we take a second? Yeah. All right. So Pat came up with three stickers, and here they are. So there's the first one. Oh, so awesome. It was actually like, the second one. So <laughs> that was the first one. I like that one. The deer with the headphones yeah. on. So what we're looking at is Pat has like these uh, little silhouettes. And one is like, a, it's obviously like, what, a trout? Some sort of trout. I, I want to say that was a walleye with the big dorsal in it. No? That's not a walleye, right, Bill? No way is that a walleye. It's no, a fish. Never mind. The dorsal. I thought it's the, just kind of a generic looking fish. It, it is a generic looking fish, but I thought it was a walleye, but the dorsal's not long enough. Um, and then there's a, a big deer, uh, like a big 10 point deer, and then a bear, and they all have little black headphones on and says Midwest Frontier Podcast. Okay. So Pat like bought him. this cricket where he could print all this stuff. Now we're talking about getting t shirts. And we were going to do something along the lines of this is not in this is not etched in stone at all. But the one thing we were talking about doing is, let's say you wrote in an idea for the podcast we want to talk about, you get a pack of stickers. All right, so you get okay. one of each of those. Let's say, yeah. And then uh, once a month, whoever wrote us an email in, whether we used it or not, we're going to raffle off a pack of stickers and a T-shirt. Okay. Yeah, I like so that. So Pat's going to start making his T-shirt so we can start wearing them. Like I told him, if I had enough of them, I wouldn't wear another T-shirt in my life. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board for like making our own merch and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Now, with the with the thing that I've got, you all, all you can do is iron-ons. It's not going to like actually print stuff on a shirt. Right, you know right. I mean? That's what so that's what all this stuff would be iron-on. Like, uh, this one, I think, might be printed on it. But uh, yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Just trying to get more engagement in the future is, but those stickers are pretty cool, right? And then I like them. Yeah. And then if you look at the artwork on the episode, that's actually kind of like the logo we're using for the podcast. But yeah. we're not going to have. I, I don't really think we have any defined logo. It's going to be whatever the hell we want to use, and it's just going to say Midwest Frontier on it, right? right? We don't have like an official logo. Yeah, I mean, th- no, it's it. There's no official logo at the moment, but it's just like I I came up with those silhouette things. It's more of like a campaign. I wasn't trying to like come up with like a podcast cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see the Did you see the one I made for that's on the podcast cover? Dude, with the moon. I love it. Love with that. the moon. Is it on? On the actual... Here, I'll show you. I got a, I, I downloaded a picture of it. So I, like, I went through Photoshop and I came up with a bunch of different things to kind of come up with what we're talking about, but kind of leave it open-ended type stuff. And uh, Pat liked it, but like it's not it's not like totally what we're doing. Like The other ones are funnier. They're more attention-grabbing, but this mm-hmm. is the one I came up with. I like it. You that like looks it? looks good, yeah. Okay, so that one is on the album. Like If you look at the podcast right now, that's what's up. Okay, that's what I was going to say is... Um, so what else with the futures? We want to do video. We really got to get in, in, in. And then like, you know, obviously for me having a baby, like 
uh, this can be a little trickier to do, you know? Yeah, you'll have a, plenty of time. I think so too. So like I was, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to get Kel's work schedule and I'm actually going to make a fishing schedule this year. So for fishing season. So I see she's off this week, but we want to do walleye in this spot. We want to do uh, pike in this spot. We want to do pan fishing in this spot. And yeah. like, actually, so it's like the summer doesn't get away and you're just kind of going to what's easy. You know, right. you can kind of gear up because you know you're going to be doing this thing, mm-hmm. you know, and then change if we have to, you know, move it around. Yeah, weather and whatever. What about you, Pat? What do you think in futures here? What did you have in mind? I've, I I want to do more like I'm I'm not like super into I'm, maybe people do it. I mean, a lot of podcasts do it, but you know where they hit like record the actual recording of the podcast. Record the recording of the podcast. We're I not mean, we weren't talking about doing that, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. So you know, like when like when you look up like a you know the most popular podcast on Spotify, and he's got a video. Oh, you mean you mean making a video out of the podcast? Like yeah, like the like us talking is a video. No, I was thinking about doing little clips, maybe if we're talking about something that's yeah, a, you know, I've, for some reason, yeah. like I I get the value. Like there's got to be a way for us to still put our podcast on YouTube, but not actually have like the video because they don't need to. I mean, we could do like a five minute thing where then we just like close it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then it's just like our logo or something in the background. Like, we should get the podcast on YouTube. I totally am down for that. Just, just the audio though, with the logo. You're just looking at the logo though. Yeah, time. because I mean, for you to do like the video and all of that stuff, like the 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 podcasts that have that, they have a person dedicated to doing just that. Yeah, they're right. not second shift mechanics. That's yeah, for sure. a lot yeah, of editing. It's, it's just way too much work for us. But like on our regular hunts, like I do want to make like pretty good high quality videos like hunting fishing you know all the stuff that we do shooting like a highlights clip yeah like uh i mean like we make a little video like hey i'm showing people how to you know um tune their bow stuff like that you know like this is what i do to make arrows and you know right um like this is the this is my favorite knot that i tie on my boat here here's me putting my anchor winch on my boat you know what i mean stuff like that yeah uh, the one thing too I want to talk the, the, the or talk about the future of because I'm not sure how we're gonna work or work this in, but uh, story time. I don't know if we're gonna keep that going. If we're gonna, I don't know. I, was I think we should. I or maybe just do like a monthly story time. I love the idea of it. It's just uh, I looking at the numbers. We get we get ninety percent of our listens on this, and a very small portion of the people listening on Friday. Very very small portion. So that's why I'm not sure if we should dedicate the time it takes to do it. I love doing it. I like writing the stories, but I just, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of ways we can incorporate it. Do we want to do it? Like you said, once a month, uh, that's a segment on the episode. Oh, by the way, uh, thanks for listening. Here's story time for the month or whatever. I mean, what do you guys think? I would say just make it like a segment, like, Hey, you know, cause sometimes like I've missed a few weeks, obviously in the past couple of months, cause I've been so busy. So we just don't have that segment that day. And then you, like, okay, hey, yeah, we do have a uh, story time for you at the end of the episode. Let's do something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, we, it's not a thing that we have to do every episode. Right. That's what I was That's what I was thinking on. But maybe, so, like, you know, and we wouldn't even have to set a time frame to it. But it's like, hey, today, bang, we got a story time Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wouldn't even be Friday. It'd just be or, story time. Yeah, we'd, you know? yeah, we'd have a story yeah, time. Yeah, stay tuned just, after the episode. We've got a, you know. Maybe we'll do something worth the it. first episode of the month. You know, maybe we'll do something like that. Hey, yeah. you know, it's the beginning of the month or the end of the month. Hey, you and know, it, it doesn't even have to be a lockdown time frame thing. We could just do it when we, you know, willy nilly when we feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking the only reason why I like doing things on a schedule is because people can plan on it. If they really liked it, then they can plan on hearing it. You know, that's the only reason why if it's like, oh, I missed that episode. Oh, that's the episode you did story time on. Man, I wanted to listen to that, you know, or whatever. Right. One little idea I had on my way to work the other day was uh, we should do some sort of competition like. Not like a all the time, but like uh maybe like it's trivia, maybe it's like uh a, a game that people can follow along with, you know, like actually on the podcast. Like something I for some reason I love when there's like a competitive thing on a podcast. I, I can't explain it, but it just makes you dial in and like listen to it hard. We could do something I like that. You know yeah. what I mean? We could do something. You could always be the referee and you could be running something where it's me versus Pat. Yeah. You know, and then you take on the winner and then or something mm. like that. Or we could even get Cal down here for that one part, and she can. You know who'd be really good at monitoring that is Monica. Oh yeah, Monica would be excellent. Maybe we'll maybe we'll incorporate something like that into there. I don't um, really know how to shoot a bow though, but I, so. I definitely want to like crank up the. I mean, well, we can't shoot a bow on the podcast. You know what I mean? Because people are gonna be like, "Oh, who shot that?" You know, like, <laughs> but not Bill because it doesn't sound like that when I shoot one. I really, and we talk about this all the time, but I really want to crank up some YouTube content. But I'm just so bad at like the recording part of things. That's it's, why I'm bringing. I'm trying to bring my camera everywhere I go now. At least a GoPro. And the know? other thing too, I need to pony up and buy a nice camera. 
because my GoPro is just it's it's not that it's a bad GoPro. It's just GoPro video itself is low quality wide angle. You know what I mean? It yeah. is. It's all blown out. You know, it's all you gotta. If you're not color grading GoPros, like the sky's blown out. You know, whatever you're looking at's blown out. The other thing too, I think for like an amateur podcast like ours, like the one thing that helps us stand out is our audio quality, right? So if we want to follow that up and actually get that same level of quality on a YouTube thing, like we need to have good cameras, good audio. You know what I mean? That's what I have makes good micro watch. I have a couple of good microphones. Um, I just upgraded the one too, but no, we we could do. The, the one thing I think would be cool for the seasons, like we should be doing one for winter, is the triathlon that we did. Some sort of outdoor competition that's oh, yeah. a video. You know, and then we move into the springtime yeah. one that you know, incorporates springtime things. And then summer, fall. I can start recording stuff that I'm like cooking or smoking or yeah. something. Oh, absolutely. You know, like we did the brisket the one yeah. time. Um, and then the, the other thing, too, I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about this. I forget what we came up with. But we had an excellent idea about a funny Christmas gift giving thing. Did you want to talk about this or no? Did you want to save it for next year? Uh, I mean, we could talk about it because it's going to be absent of mind by the time it rolls around, but you, you go ahead and explain. So uh, Brad texted me and says, he thought of it too late. We already recorded the last episode, but he says, you guys should be doing a Christmas gift giving thing on the podcast. And it's a total joke. I bought you this, so you're a better deer hunter. Here's something that would make you a better deer hunter. You know, here would make you something better efficient. It's something pathetic that makes you look like an idiot. Yeah. You know, just kind of a roast of a gift. Okay. And uh, so I was thinking, like, for Pat, the one thing I'd buy for Pat is an alarm clock, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, just and so the, he gets out of bed. The one thing know? I'd buy for Jim is an ironing board so he can actually hit something. An ironing board. No, I'm kidding. Remember oh. when we played baseball and, like, oh, you yeah, struck out, dad would scream at you, we better get you an ironing board. Yeah, you know? couldn't hit it with a canoe paddle. He'd yell <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so we were talking about doing that, and I was like, "Damn, I wish we thought of that." Because yeah. I totally would have done that. Oh, that would have been funny. I, I would have bought Pat like a the craziest looking alarm clock, like some like uh, Donald Duck alarm clock type thing, like a Gadzooks you know? one from like the nineties. Yeah, that, like, right. <laughs> um, that would be hilarious. So that's it for uh, catching up with things that I have. What else did you have? No, that's that's uh, pretty much it. Maybe. So the the one thing we were going to kick off with, um, actually, you know what? First, let's go to Bushlight Billy. You want to do Bushlight Billy? Sure. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Well, we can talk about uh, the brisket that we did. Oh, we didn't even talk about the men of the family party. We did not. We could do oh, that during I mean, the... Yeah, it didn't really kind of... Did we do that after the last recording? You kind of uh, brought it up, but you didn't. We brought it up, but like we... Yeah, I think we were oh. done recording. Yeah, we because we did that the Saturday before that episode came out, so it was already recorded. I will just say this right away, that that brisket was absolutely amazing. And I could have sat there and ate that all night. Yeah, why don't you do the brisket and we'll talk about the party at the same time? Yeah, yeah. So we'll kind of incorporate it. So the brisket I thought turned out pretty good. I think I let it rest in the cooler just a little bit too long. Um, and so what would that do to it? Make it too tender? Dried out a little bit. I think it just kind of steamed in really? there and then it just dried out. That would dry it out. Yeah. I didn't think it was that dry. It but it, it, I didn't it wasn't think it was dry at all. It wasn't dry. It wasn't as moist as I would have liked it, though. Oh, okay. Not, um, not to your specification? No, not to my... It definitely didn't ooze all over the place. But if you made the perfect brisket, would you keep doing it? What do you mean? Like, would there be nothing to work for anymore? Oh, no. Absolutely. I would still do it. I still yeah. love doing it. There's a lot of work that goes into it. You know? I would not mind if you yeah. made the perfect brisket every time. I'm yeah. just going to go out. You know, <laughs> I would not Actually, I, I, I didn't even use like a specific rub for this. It was just salt... Um, Obviously, salt, pepper, garlic powder, and then I put some cayenne pepper on it. I didn't use a specific brisket rub. I just wanted a little bit of heat. I think it was too much heat for Connor. He remember remember him? Go away, hot. Yeah, go away, hot. Go, go away, away, hot. Remember that, Pat? Yeah, he, but it wasn't hot. I mean, he's just you know he's, he's just, just a little. Yeah, he's, he's a little guy. guy. He's I mean he's two. You know, yeah. but, but he's just it was like just funny. And Evan's like, dude, it's not hot. It's like it's like room temperature almost. And he's like, no, it's hot. Hot. <laughs> it was a little bit of cayenne pepper on it. A two year old fanning away the heat. That was funny. So yeah, that was a fifteen pound brisket. Uh, I think it ended up smoking for like sixteen hours. So. That's that, not too bad. The last no, one took you forever. Yeah. The, well, that was like a 19 or 20 pounder. That was a yeah. huge. I will say when you make small batch briskets, so like if you bought a brisket, you can like divvy it up into four of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like three of them or whatever. Yeah. And well, I mean, if you bought a 15 pounder, yeah, I'd do three of them and then just dial it in that way. Because yeah. it, it take a lot less time to cook. Yeah, that's true. And you're not trying to give this stuff away. I, that's one reason I like doing is then I just end up with, you know all this brisket and i'm like well, i'll just bring it to work start give you guys some here take some of this like when i make a pork shoulder man 
Man, I'm eating pork like the last three days. I'm like, I'm <laughs> pork. <laughs> yeah. You know? It gets a little gamey after a while, too. You yeah. Know? Sitting in the fridge, yeah, it kind of crusts up a little bit. Yeah. And it, well, you just start biting into it. It's a little rubber rubberier. Rubberier. That's our A little more rubberier. Yeah, see? Rubberier. So, yeah, we did the brisket. I did some chicken wings. We did a mac and cheese. Mac and cheese was good. Mac and cheese was good. Let's just put it this way. Your asparagus wrapped bacon or bacon wrapped asparagus my dad was still talking about on christmas really remember that or maybe you oh, weren't yeah. there yet but yeah he's like he said something about it and he just talked about how good it was i mean that was two weeks later two and two or yeah two or three weeks later right yeah bacon wrapped asparagus on the smoker that was good you gotta keep in mind though so when we went to hayward i made a brisket that was really good yeah it was really really good and then i made a um i made like this other roast like it's like a poor man's brisket okay and it was hard as a rock the flavor was kind of off, and he ate that cold on the way home, thinking it was the brisket. <laughs> so this thing was like a week and a half old, and he loved it. I'm not saying it was like <laughs> that. Just sounds like dad. I'm just. I'm not saying it was like he likes anything, but yeah. I'm just saying that you know when something hits his fancy, he's all he's, he it. loves it. You know. I drove up north with him one time. I remember we stopped at a gas station. I was like starving, and I, I still didn't really know your dad. You know, it was just me and him. And I'm, uh, there was a subway in the gas station, and I like ran in there and I got like a six inch sandwich, and I just I had to like demolish it. Your dad comes back out, he sees me finishing this. That looks pretty good. He goes inside and gets him a nice big foot long sandwich. Yeah, he could put some food away. Yeah, that guy can put some food away. I thought it was funny. So like he's obsessed with the salt. So you put the Morton oh. salt container. We oh, wrote yeah. Dad salt shaker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was real nice of you to host, though. That was a nice little party, right? I liked I mean, it. I had a good time. Man, he'd take the saltiest brisket or pork shoulder and just... Oh. You know who seemed to really seem to like that party was Joe. I wasn't sure how he was yeah. going to land. Yeah, time. no, he, he did. He really seemed to have enjoyed himself, yeah. you know? so No, it was a real good time. I'd like to keep it going, you know? we don't. Have, I'm not set on the time of year. It, it was a be. man party, too. It was, you know, there were guns on the table at the end of the night. Oh, yeah, that was with something. Yeah, so Evan, like, he's such a firearm instructor type guy. He's watching us play with guns after having, like, you know, a bunch of beer each. And he's like, all my, all my alarms and whistles are going off right now. Yeah. He was nervous as hell with us playing with guns. I definitely drank too much that night. <laughs> I no. was feeling it the next day. No. Uh, I, I had a little bit too. Not as bad as you. Not nearly as bad. But I, I was feeling it the next morning too. Um, so is that it for Bushlight Billy? That's it for Bushlight Billy. I, 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 like I said, work's starting to slow down, so I'll start to have... Uh, uh, You're cooking for us tomorrow night. I'm cooking for you tomorrow night. And I did want to mention that we were talking about the future. I think I'm going to pull the trigger on a big green egg this year. You are? Yeah. Nice. What the hell is a big green egg? The smoker uses like actual hardwood, and they're expensive. They're, they're, it's like a ceramic. You've seen them. You've seen them. They're, they're so it's big, like a stack smoker. They call it the big green egg. Yeah, it's like no, it's like it's, a, it's ceramic. It's this ceramic. A, That's what makes them so expensive. But, but they're, they're like seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, aren't yeah. they? I don't know that. You know what that price was like? What they cost like ten years ago? I don't know what they cost. They're anymore. still about yeah, about seven hundred bucks for like oh, the, okay. uh, the regular <laughs> size one. You can actually get smaller versions of them. I love how I type in big green, and it's like, oh, egg? Yeah. I, I thought it would be like tractor. If you go to Ace, Ace, Ace Hardware, they sell them. Oh, they do that, now? Yeah, okay. that's like their, I think that's their brand of smoker that they have. But you can get little tabletop Smokey Joe versions of it, but it's like, that's 350 bucks. It's, no, I just want to get the big one. That, oh, if you ask me, that the big green egg is what kicked off the smoking craze that we're yep. in now. Because like smoking is the most trendy thing besides craft beer. Yep. And it just I, looks like a charcoal grill to me. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, it's pretty much what it is. But it huh. uses actual hardwood, and that's when I can start to play with different flavors of wood. I think because mm-hmm. the pellet grill, it's like it's nice, but you know everything kind of tastes like <laughs> like the pellets. It doesn't. I don't notice that much of a flavor as I would on an authentic. Spot. So with mine, I've got like th- that's the one neat part about mine is I can put any what I want in there, but you got to really babysit it. Yeah. So. But no, that's all I got for you this week. I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we were going to start off the year with a decision on Camp Grayling, and it never came. There's no decision yet. Really? I, I, I look every day. Every day I look to see if there's a new decision. That's because I want to get it right away. So we don't have anything yet, and we probably won't have any. We probably won't talk about this because we're going to record a couple episodes today, so we're not going to be able to even talk about this for a little bit, but we'll keep you updated. We might have to dump something in there with Camp Grayling because that is kind of a, a big controversial issue. You know, If they pass that, that's huge ground they're taking away from everybody. Did you see the uh, Illinois Supreme Court halted the uh, Safety Act? Yeah, the the old Purge Act. What? You know, so you know how they were going to do the Purge Law. 
for Pritzker was just well, I know all about the, the law, yeah. But what happened with them? Stopping? They they uh, that I don't know if it's Supreme Court, but they judged it unconstitutional. You can't do that. I think so, it's the Illinois Supreme Court did it. Yeah. So they're uh, they put that on hold for now. You know, really. So I wonder what. I have to do some research. I was talking that. to Evan about it. And he says, you know, they, like they waited till the last minute. Like he was coming on shift today, and he's like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like, how do I? Because all the laws were supposed to change huge, and as a cop, he didn't want to be in trouble. He's like, what am I? What am I supposed to? What What are we following today? You know, right. they they gave no direction. You know, um. So there was uh that the one thing I want to talk about, Pat, that we talked about before, and this came from one of your sources was M Live. It was a five million dollar purchase of land with Mate Lake. Mate, Lake Michigan frontage completes Dunes Harbor Park. Do you remember talking about this before? Yeah. Dunes Harbor Park. So they added 160 acres and 1,460 feet of Lake uh, Michigan frontage to this park. It's huge. Uh, Includes Inland Lake and will be open no later than March 13th of 2023. That's this year? That's uh, that's this year, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have a hard time with this. Every time, every single year, I'm like writing down 2022. No, I just got over writing 21 on things. Yeah. You know, now it's like, I'm just going to totally lose a year. At least you can turn the two into a three easy enough. It's hard to turn a one into a three or a two. (laughs) I really like, come September next year, I really got to get dialed in on like, oh, hey, by the way, this is like the greatest time of the year, like last three months, like October, November, December. Like I really got to, because this shit's just flying by. It flies by quick. I end up losing myself, and time just flies by the last three months because it gets so busy at work. It's yeah. like you, you just, I, whoa, Christmas is over. Like, what? I love it. I love when Christmas is over. I feel like uh, I feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel now. No, I see you're taking down all your Christmas decorations. I today. ripped them down. I didn't take them down. <laughs> so, like, she's like, you're going to do the outside. I'm going to do the inside. I said, perfect. I went out there, and I literally just got the light started on the gutter. It went, like, you're opening a Ziploc bag, and they all came off. Perfect. Pat so, says there's clips everywhere out there. <laughs> there <laughs> we're, is. <laughs> we're recording um, on New Year's Day, but uh, I woke up this morning, and I had made a deal with Caitlin. I'm like, hey, don't take the, tris- the Christmas tree down till after like new year's so i mean like she was probably up at midnight like oh i can't wait hey pat says he woke up it was gone christmas was totally canceled when i woke up nice done that's nice about being a single guy is i take i I gotta take my wreath down then i'm done yeah the christmas decorating is not my choice i don't it's not my choice uh the other thing i want to say over christmas weekend i'm wondering how it went with the weather but wisconsin dnr uh, they stocked an additional 2,800 pheasants throughout the state on 25 different properties for the holiday weekend hunt. So for people coming into town and they, mm. people were coming in for that reason, so they stocked an extra 2,800. But I was thinking about the weather, you know, and I'm oh, thinking God. if if th- there's people out there, one, they're nuts. Like, that was some insane weather. Two, I don't know if the pheasants are going to be scared enough of a dog to fly away in that weather. You yeah, know? right. It's It was dangerous. It's dangerous to be out there that, you know, last weekend. Um, one other thing I wanted to, I actually got a couple things here, you know, we're going to cover off on the second one next episode, but, uh, from Duluth news tribune, there is a ice breaking operation. This is remember, this is all prior to the new year. So it's like all over now, but I did not know how big of an operation this is for ice breaking. But have you guys ever heard the name of the ice breaking throughout the great lakes? There's a name and it's been going on. It's actually in a book I'm reading right now. Cause I'm reading ice. Uh, what do you mean? Like the actual name of the icebreaker? the ice breaking operation. I have, oh, no, I, never. I don't know. I cannot remember. So it's actually in the book. I thought this was like this year they announced it. No, this is an old operation that they, that there's protocol written yeah. and things like that. It's called operation Taconite. Yep. That's what it huh. is. I have heard of that. Couldn't and, remember it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. They were talking about uh, they had to start it early. When I was reading this, they started it early because in Western Lake Superior they were getting ice through Duluth and Superior and all that. Yep. So he sent icebreakers, and I saw an interview uh, of a guy. They were talking about being on an icebreaker, and he just described it like you're just getting your teeth knocked out the whole time, or however he described it, it was just bam, 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 just breaking up ice. We had to call it Operation Taconite, and this operation. Uh, Takes place on Lake Superior, Michigan, St. Mary's River, and the Straits of Mackinac and Lake Huron's Georgian Bay. So that's uh, that's all in his Operation Taconite. Wow. Uh, Great Lakes shipping season is winding down. It's done now. Um, but first, the ocean vessels had to be out two weeks before the lake vessels, and then it's closed up after two weeks. The St. Lawrence Seaway is to be cleared by December 31st, and the Sulacs closed from January 15th to March 25th. Wow. Speaking of the weather, did you see some of those houses on uh, Lake Erie? Um, they're like right on the shore. Yeah, they're just they're ice. They're covered in ice. But like somebody, I was listening to a, I forget if it was a Fox News podcast or something. But they said if if you had an artist trying to do that, they couldn't come up with something that beautiful yep. of a job. You know, 
Did you see the pictures he's talking about? No, there? I did not. They were splashing up on Lake Erie, and like he said, it was just like crystals. Like they just look like a big. It, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it. You can't. You can't describe it. It's like a house, ice house kind of looking thing. You can't. You never tell there's a house there. Did you yeah. know that Lake Erie only holds five percent of the Great Lakes water? It's shallow. Uh, I didn't B- know that. Bush, like Billy says, he's going to take me there this year to go uh, walleye fishing. Right. I'd well, love to go. That's yeah. So we'll just go. You know. I'll go. We'll go. We're I've never been there. This beautiful lake that we have right by us. Yeah, that, this year we're going to spend some time on Lake Michigan. I want to spend some like real time, but see, like that's the thing. Like when I come up with a ske- uh, fishing schedule, it's, you, you got to be able to pull an audible because if all of a sudden we get a northeastern wind, you do not want to be out there. No, I like that name. What's that? Audible. I'm just joke. Oh. Um. Anyway, so anything else you wanted to talk about, Pat? Like any any news articles that you wanted? To, something that just I did look up a bunch of news articles. I can rattle one off if you want. No, I was just curious if there's anything. So when I wrote these, these were like, oh, hey, this is what I would have reported on, kind of thing. This sounds like something I would have reported on for the podcast. So I wrote them down. I have. Uh, we're gonna on the next episode. We're gonna be talking some drought conditions because there was some extreme type drought stuff. Um. Here, you know what? Let me. Uh, I'll I'll, ta- I'll go off on one here. Uh, this is from AZ Animals, and I thought this was a little interesting article for Wisconsin. Discover the coldest place in Wisconsin. All right. So, do you know overall? Okay, you guys both have heard of this city. So, do you know overall the coldest place in Wisconsin? Just uh, over over a season, the coldest city in Wisconsin. Right. I would have. That's to close. Say, That's. Uh, no, that threw my way off. I was gonna say actually Minocqua. no. Rhinelander's not close. Never mind. I'm thinking the wrong way. Go ahead. Sorry. I was thinking Manaqua, but if Rhinelander's close to Manaqua, no, no, Rhinelander's not close. I, I was thinking way way off there. Um, so the uh, the coldest air temp ever recorded in Wisconsin. Regular air temp is 55 below zero in Cudere. Really? You know, yeah. Ooh. And then, but overall, just over the whole winter, uh, Eau Claire is the coldest place. With an average low of eleven point nine degrees. Man, I was thinking winter. that too. I wonder so why that is? I'll tell you why that is. So the Midwest is hit hardest in the polar vortexes, which it is. You just look away; it gets funneled out through the Dakotas, and it comes right down and hits us hard. Yeah, it's like if God said, "Oh, you know what? We're going to do the mid. Oh, you know what? We'll circle Chicago. We'll get yeah, Chicago yeah. in there. It's like a gerrymandered <laughs> Chicago in there. Yeah, I know. So, but pretty much when these polar vortexes come down out of the north, they come down, they hit the Rockies, and they they come up along the Rockies. Rockies push it east. All right. And then it settles in low elevation of the Midwest. It like it likes that spot, you know. Uh, Eau Claire sits in the bottom of the Chippewa River Valley, which funnels cold air from the Great Lakes, mixed with polar vortexes, and settles low in Eau Claire. Eau Claire's the lowest point between uh, all those. Okay. Huh. So a similar situation in La Crosse. So if you've ever been to La Crosse, when you drive to La Crosse, you're like at the end of the driftless area, and it's like there's just walls everywhere, yeah. you know. But Eau Claire is the same way. It just sits in the bottom, so this cold air comes rushing in, and it just all wants to go to the bottom, and that happens to be Eau Claire. So you know, overall, it's the coldest. That yeah. is no, that is a crazy thing that happens when you go outside. You're thinking, oh, it's negative ten, and then you, if you go two miles away, it's still going to be negative ten, right? Well, there's this crazy thing that happens when you're driving around out in the country when you hit a low spot. Um, it can crank down. 10, 15 more degrees. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like uh, when we used to work up in Union all the time, I always said Union's the coldest place in Illinois. And it, for some reason, like I remember here the one time, it was a nice warm day here on this side of the city, and Pat sent me a Snapchat of him pushing snow off. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at, in Union pushing snow off his truck. And no it was, kidding. And it was a warm day here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Union was uh, is very cold in Illinois. But sometimes if you're driving through, you know, a little bit more of a remote area and you're going through rolling hills and it's farm fields and stuff like that where the wind can swoop through, yep. like it'll be, you know, say five degrees. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, negative seven. Like what? <laughs> you know, and then it'll go right back to five degrees. And it's because you hit like this spot, you hit this patch, then it's, you know, probably lower. Right. Where is Union? Union is uh, when you're driving up I-90. And there's a Hampshire, 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 yeah. Hampshire, yeah. Hampshire and Marengo exit. <clears throat> yeah. There's a bunch of truck stops there. Yep. It's just north of there. I would okay. say about, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes west of McHenry. Okay. If that puts it in perspective. Uh, yeah, I know the exit you're talking about. I think we've, I've stopped there before. Yeah, I've but. stopped there. That was when I, when I was driving a diesel truck, that was one of my favorite truck stops. So you yeah. can get deaf at the pump. And so I always stopped there when I was up there. They had this uh, big Dan's pizza. There's a guy at McDonald's there too. They got a, one of those travel, travel, a TA. You know, yeah, the no, TA, was, they got no, pilot. Pilot. Uh, there's pilot, but then there was one of those big TAs down the street, too, at the same exit. Oh, I thought they were the same thing. No, no. no, no. TAs, like, uh, you can go in there and get your truck worked on. They did have a little restaurant on the side of that truck stop that I used to eat in all the time. I loved it, you know. Hmm. Um, 
anyway, so for this episode, what else? What, what else you want to cover off on? Anything we missed? Anything we missed at all? Any good- I would, real quick, I mean, what what goals do you guys have? Doesn't have to be for the podcast, but for twenty twenty three, when it comes to the outdoors or cooking, like you were talking about, your shooting a deer egg. would be nice. I should say shooting and finding a deer would be nice. You know, I well, joined, yeah, you got the shooting part. Though. I got the show. I shot right through them. I joined the gym. Oh, you no. did? Wow! I sent you the Snapchat. Yep. No, I was agreeing with you. I said I saw it. Yeah, oh. I, 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 he did. Bill's yeah. got that smile. Like this is a. Like a comical thing. I oh, think, I joined the gym. I'm um, waiting. I, I ordered a bunch of uh, workout shorts and shirts and stuff. I was expecting I like a cardboard it, box so. that said like gym on it. The one no, thing I don't think he realizes is the value of the single women that are there and are beautiful. <sighs> and you go there, granted you're working, but it, too bad if you can go there like mid-morning, it's the mommy crowd, you know. Yeah. And there's two, there's two kinds of women that are over the age of 35 when you see them. They are the trophy wife, so they want to remain the trophy wife. That's why they're there. Or they just got divorced and now they're trying to be the trophy wife. Those are your two options that ah, you see. Okay. Yeah, they're taking applications. But yeah. uh, the, the other thing too, the dog park. I, I'll, I can't even lend you my dog. <laughs> <laughs> lend a dog. Lend a dog. Yeah, rent your dog out to me. But the dog parks, there's they're just crawling with women. <laughs> that was a nice and awkward dogs. long. Time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna hopefully edit that down. Dogs. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll probably edit that dogs. Down. Yeah, no. you'll see me at the gym. Nice, you know. No, but if they see a dude there with a dog, and you know, like you're probably a better looking dude, you're like, yeah. I think It'll women are. Over I think women are onto all that. So just saying, I think they're on that. What you need to do is babysit for me, and now that will work. Yeah, you know, wear a wedding ring, have a sad story ready to go. That will work. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but then what? The, all that explaining you do, like, hey, you said you had an ex-wife that died, and you're like, well, I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> did I? Yeah, no, that was a evil. rubber band. Um, any anything else? So the goals. What about yours? I am going to take my boat out as much as humanly possible this year. <clears throat> I heard your boat's slower than Jim's. It is. Really, it I is. think so. Yeah, he bought the slower 60 horse than I got. I got oh. the faster one, he bought the slower one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, with three dudes, my boat was cooking. I bet you we were doing every bit of 30 with three dudes in the boat. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, we were. I'm going to say 32, 33 is probably what we were doing. So, yeah, the boat, the thing is, is getting out. I really want to, when I have time to be fishing this year, I want to be out of my comfort zone. I want to be out of the same old spots, doing the same old thing, fishing the same old fish. So I, there was some exploring, you know, but you're going to have days of failure with that, you know? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, most of that is failure, you know, but when you get that honey hole. When you, when you find the spot, you find the spots. Um, That's why I want to do lakefront. It's like anywhere you could take a boat around here, like Heideke or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're pick clean. And, oh, and, I, and nobody feels like going on a lakefront. Like, you know, people of our caliber don't feel like going on a lakefront. I have a story. Should I tell a story of Heideke real quick? Go what happened it. to me deer hunting or do you think oh, that's too yeah. much? No, that'd be a good way to end this. Um, you, so let me, let me, uh, tee this up for you. Sometimes when you're hunting, you just, you end up getting a feeling of, I shouldn't be here. Yes. You get this feeling like you're doing something wrong. Like you're doing something wrong and it's not like on a moral level, you know what I mean? But there's all these regulations and you feel like you're in the exact wrong spot. So with that being said, so at Heideke, there's these hunting spots that we always hunt in and I wanted to go on a quick afternoon hunt and... So I get there and I park in the boat launch parking lot. I see a carved out trail going to this place that I want to go. And I'm like, perfect. They allow this. So I park there. I get my hunt and stuff. I go walking in. I climb up a tree and I feel my phone vibrate, but I was still kind of like getting my stuff together. So I'll just wait on it. And then, uh, so then I look at it. It was an email from DNR saying, uh, you're allowed to park there, but at a certain time, uh, the gate's going to lock and you have to call this number to get out. And I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. I'll just call the number then, whatever. It's going to be a pain, but I'll do it. 10 minutes later, I get another email. By the way, you put a bogus phone number in your account, and that's illegal. And I'm thinking, I did not put a bogus number in there. You know, that was something. They redid the whole DNR website, so you could buy everything online now. And I did not. They populated something. It said I lived in the wrong county. I didn't put any of that stuff in there. Yeah. So now that I got this, I got this officer accusing me of doing illegal things. And it's like, this guy's just going to, he's going to keep sending me emails and harassing me and harassing me and harassing me. So I just left. I was up there. I was up in the tree for like an hour and I left. How did he have your email? So when you sign up for a license, you had all that stuff. You had to, you put in all that. But like, how did he know you were up in a tree? Because my truck was parked in the spot and he, we have to have the windshield tag saying you're 
what you're doing out in the woods. So I put a thing up there saying I'm archery deer hunting. So he looked up my customer number and then emailed me. Oh, okay. So Illinois came up with this thing like, hey, we want people to be accountable for the time that they spend out in the tree stand. And we want to know who's hunting where and how many and how long. So they're like, well, if we make them get a windshield tag, we can go and collect this information and then make them accountable to put that information in later yeah. so we get more data. But this guy, I knew this guy, he did not like that I parked there. He told me I could, so I, he didn't tell me I can't. And then, uh, so on the way back, there's this guy, I thought this guy was a cop. Turns out he's not a cop. He just takes care of the property. We've talked to him, and he sees me walking down the pipeline, and he picks me up in the side-by-side, and he goes, you know what you did wrong? I said, why don't you tell me? Because I'm thinking this guy's a cop, and I'm like getting, I was really, I was really upset about this. Yeah. I said, why don't you tell me? He says, you can't park there. I said, that's not that's bullshit. I got an email saying I could park there. He says, from who? I showed him. He says, wow, that's the guy that's in charge of this whole place. The officer, law enforcement officer that's in charge of the whole location. Yeah. He goes, forget what I said then. He says, that guy's telling you you could park there. You could park there. And I'm like, so, and he says, and it, he, he even told me, he says, look, I had to come in early to check in duck boats. This parking lot's just for waterfall guys. Uh, he says, I was gonna, they have to be off the water by noon. He says, I was going to be done with work. And after being here for like 12 hours, I was going to be out of here by like uh, three o'clock. I think he said, I said, that's, I had, I totally get it, man. You know, I totally get it. But this guy, I knew this other guy was going to harass me. Instead of saying that the guy could have emailed me saying, Hey, you're really screwing up a guy Saturday night here. Can you move? You know, yeah. cause I would have left my stuff out there, you know, and I would have just went and moved the truck and then walked back real quick. Right. This guy was just going to harass me and harass me. And I was very upset. I was really to have it out with a cop in the parking lot. And it turns out this guy's not even a cop. He says, I'm not law enforcement. He goes, I can't tell you to do anything. And when you something know? even remotely, I'm not saying that was harassment, but, you know, something in that realm of where you're, like, getting talked to by people while you're hunting, it's like, it's not supposed to be like this. So you just kind of get the, the heebie-jeebies and yeah. you leave. And yeah, you're the, like, it kind of takes the wind from your sails. Well, it's like I got an email. And it's like, okay, I understand what he's saying. And then I get another one. By the way, you're doing something illegal. And it's like, this guy's just going to keep escalating this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm just going to bring it up on a podcast and hopefully enough people hear it. But yeah, that was that was Lake Heideke. You yeah, know? that's not, uh, I hate that. Because then it, it like makes you not want to be out there. And it's like, this is actually the place I really always want to be. Yeah, you know? right. So anyway, that's all I have this week. We're not quite at an hour here, but we're, I say we wrap this up. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So thanks for listening. And uh, now the email, if you still have the old email, use it. We still get it. But uh, the Midwest Frontier at gmail.com. Uh, I've had that email for a long time. So we can get now email us ideas. We're coming up with ideas for prizes to incentivize you guys to email us. And that's not ironed out yet, but we're getting there. So <laughs> no pun intended. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you.